You are about to listen to a message preached at Jubilee Christian Center, a parish of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Word, Purpose, Worship, Family, and Community. These are the things that we are about at Jubilee Christian Center. Do check us out at experiencejubilee.org. Thank you and God bless you. which you have started in our land. Father, we pray, we decree that Nigeria will rise. Nigeria will rise. Nigeria will shine to the glory of the God Almighty. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Before we sit, I want us to sing this song and I want us to sing it in worship and with bold confession that the heavens open over us in Jesus' name. The powerful God of heaven is my Lord. The powerful God of heaven is my Lord. I call him the powerful Savior. Because God is backing us. 
Because we are going with his presence. Father, let the heavens be opened over me. In the name of Jesus. Our Father, we thank you. Lord, we praise your name. Thank you for answered prayer. Lord, you said we should ask and we receive that our joy might be full. Lord, we have asked. We have asked concerning heavens to open over us, over our families, over Jubilee, your church. One of the things that happened when heavens open is people are set free from all claws of the enemy. We experience deliverance, healing, breakthrough. Father, this is our portion in the name of Jesus. And we speak to Nigeria that Nigeria shall be well with you in the name of Jesus. That anything holding the nation down, we declare you set free from all the claws of the enemy in the name of Jesus. And our Father, we thank you. For we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Please, let's be seated. Please just wave like from afar or keep your hand like this to the person sitting next to you. I hope we all had a great week. I hope we all did. Yes, good, good, good. I always like it when people respond, right? Um, today we'll be looking at obedience, bias for action, bias for action. Um, with obedience, destinies are changed. Destinies are reshaped. Destinies are reshaped. Miracles happen around us every day, every day. But one of the key access to miracle is obedience to God's word. Obedience to God's word. Our text for today is taken from Psalm 128 verse 1. And we are going to read it together. It's very short. One, two, go. Blessed are all who fear the Lord, who walk in obedience to him. One of the things we do when we fear, to show that we fear God, is just to obey what he has told us to do. It's called respect. That you, you respect him. Um, so obedience, I will, uh, what is obedience? Obedience means complying with other rule, requests, law, or submission to another authority. Um, and I have, I have a personal example based on my personal experience where many years back, I, um, welcome, sir. (laughs) Good to have you here. Welcome, welcome. Um, good to have you here. Okay, where I have, uh, I mean, I shared, um, I had a personal experience many years back. Um, I worked with a boss. She's a CIO at that time. I was just starting my career, but God just made me to find favor in, in the sight of most of the people I work with because the way I work is different. I mean, I know at some point when I meet them to, uh, to fix, so I, I work on, I used to work on computing, I mean computers, so when I go to solve problem, I ask questions. I ask them questions like a doctor, and that's what they told me. I just don't come and start putting my hand in like others do. You come, you ask questions, and you tell us what to do, and we do it, and it works. That, so that, it, it changed the way. They, so they sent me for this event, 
in Ireland. I used to work on the mainland. And on my way, I saw like a shortcut. There was so much traffic. So I said, let me just quickly, in front of the Shell or Amazon Center, just join VI. Because I saw cars going that route. So don't break the road. So I joined them. They just said, stop. And before I knew it, uh, I had all sorts of people in my car. And just like, what did I do now? See these other people. Why are you not arresting them? They said, those ones are military men. I said, really? So you, they said, you have to pay fine. They wasted my time, that money. I almost got late to the event. But because I left like one hour, so I still got there on time. But the message here is just be obedient. Don't break the rule. And what does that mean? It means God has given us his word. Hmm? God has given us his word, just obey. Obey the word. And everything, everything will be added unto you. Ephesians 6, 1. So we're going to, we're talking about obedience. Um, children, obey your parents, the Lord, for this is right. It's wisdom. And hindsight for me, growing up, my dad, my parents work, um, so when they go out in the morning, they come back later in the evening. So when they're going out, they tell me, Coyote, I'm the first of, of um, six. So going out, they tell me, these are the things you do. You cook for your folks, right? They give me the checklist, the cooking, uh, that one, I always do it first in the morning. So I do it. And next will be the set of other things. Tidy up the room, clean up these places. But after the food, I'll go with my friends. We'll go and play football all day. I don't know. We don't get tired that time. Now I can't go to field from like 9 a.m. And I will not. Sometimes it's when my parents are coming back like 4 p.m. Once I see my dad far off, I start running home. And you know, that's the assignment they've given me to do is never done well. Because I will just get to I will try to tidy things up, but things never get tidied up. So once it comes in, he sees my punishment. I get beaten, kneeled down, different things. But over time, I, I made up my mind. I, I can't continue this way. I can't always get punished every day. I don't want wahala for my life. So I made up my mind to always first do the things they give me to do before I even play. And I think that's, that's helped me, I mean, to build a new character growing up, growing up. First um, Peter 3, 7 talks about husbands in the same way be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as a weaker partner, as heirs with you of the what? Gracious gift of life. That means there's what is called gracious gift of life. Let's say today that what? Want to go. Gracious gift of life that God is giving every man that has a wife. And you know because the two of you are one if you are not together right? You will have like half of it or not have anything at all because if we finish reading this verse it says what? So that nothing will what? Let's read it together. So that nothing will hinder your prayers. So please, husbands, just be considerate with your wife. Otherwise, we can see it. I'm not the one that wrote this. This is the Bible. So let's obey. 
so that nothing will hinder our prayers. Nothing will hinder our prayers. Colossians 3.18. So we are talking obedience today. Wives, submit yourself to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Submit yourself to your husband. So that means, I mean, when you call someone Lord, that means you give the person utmost respect, regard. When you look at slaves, they kneel down, kind of like worship someone. So um, that's, that's that. And Jesus was a good example that came here. We find that in Philippians 2.8 where he, um, he came down, obeyed, because he knew that there was something said, said before him. Bible says in James 4.17 that if you know the right thing to do and you don't do it, and you don't do it, for you is sin. It's sin. So it's very important that we do what? The right thing. We do the right thing. Hebrews 1.9 talked about uh, you love righteousness. You hate lawlessness. And that version says you love to do what is right. And you hate to do what is wrong. Said so because of that, God has anointed you with oil of gladness. Oil of gladness. Another version says oil of joy. Above what? Above your companions. You can look, you can see the scripture. Above your companions. What that means is when you do the right thing in obedience to God's word, God will set you apart from any other person near you. Bible makes us to also know that I have more knowledge than my what? My teachers. Because Holy Spirit is your teacher. You are still going to know more because you are acting in obedience to God's word. Obedience to God's word. I will, the first one I will talk about is eyes of faith. Eyes of faith. In Hebrews 11, I mean, the, the first person that demonstrates this is Abraham. In Hebrews 11 verse 10, the Bible talked about him that his eyes of faith were set on the city with unshakable foundations whose architect and builder is God. Because he can see something different from what others are seeing. God told him to do something. He obeyed. And you know, obedience means to God righteousness. Because you are standing right with him and you are living in line with what he has told you to do. Moses, in the same Hebrew 11.23, we see how Moses was... His life was preserved because the parents have what is called eyes of faith. So you can just try to imagine if Moses' parents had not eaten him the way the other Hebrew boys were killed. What would have happened? He probably have also been killed. God could have had another plan. But the fact is those parents, they have eyes of, well, eyes of faith to see something that is different from what others can see in verse um, 25b and 26 uh, of the same Hebrew 11, it says, Moses preferred faith certainty above the momentary enjoyment of sin's pleasures. He found his true wealth in suffering abuse for being anointed more than 
anything the world could offer him. Why? For his eyes looked with wonder, not on the immediate, but on the ultimate faith's great reward. Faith's great reward. So we must have that eyes of faith. I mean, there are a lot of other people that has eyes of faith. There are people who, I mean, blind Bartimaeus, he has, the man was blind. <laughs> but the guy realized that, what? There is a man, his name is Jesus. He has answer to my problem. So I'm going to cry. And he did, and Jesus had. Every time we cry, Every time we cry in obedience to his word, we are in, I mean, we get answered because he said, call upon me and I will what? I will answer you. What did he say he will do? He will show us great and mighty things which we do not know. Which we do not know. Psalm 119, 105 says, your word is lamp unto my feet and light unto my path. Light unto my path. The second thing I'm going to talk about is heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. Let's say that heaven on earth. And that is about one man called Enoch. His life was summarized in 12 words, according to the Bible. That he, 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 he pleased God and he was no more because God took him. God took him. He obeyed to the extent that God said, this man does not deserve to live among all these people. I'm going to take him away. and He should not experience death. And that is what obedience can do. Obedience can do. Submission. Honesty. Forgiveness. Do we forgive? Some, some people will say, I can forgive you, but I cannot forget it's only God that can forget. But Bible makes us to know that ye are God's and heritage of the Most High. So why can't you forget? And what we can always do is to ask for help. Ask for help. Let us therefore boldly approach the throne of grace, right? To obtain mercy and grace for help in time of what? Need, need, need. We can always approach the throne of grace. Holy Spirit will help us to forgive those things. I shared this before. Forgiveness for me was a big, big trouble. Because I cannot forgive you. It's not possible. If you, for, if you offend me, I have a book that I write your name inside. I'll write the date you offended me. I'll write what you did. Guess what? If I forget, I'll go back to open my book and remind myself that this is what you have done for me. This is when you did it. But what that did to me at that time, I'm always troubled. Because any time I read it, I get angry that I will never help this person. It's not, it's not a place to be. And one day, I just brought out those two. I have two books. They are not big books. <laughs> there's, a, there's an association I belong to that sent me a diary annually, so I used... Is that diary I use? I triple International Association of Electronics and Electrical Engineers. So I, I, I belong to that uh, um, global association. So I have a, 
they sent me a package, so that's why I used to write it. I just brought out those things and I burnt them. Guess what I, that did to me? It set me free. Everything those people had done to me, I didn't even remember again. So set people free. Because what that does is that for you, it takes you into another level with God. Open heavens. Open heavens. Open heavens. And that's, we, we read that about um, Enoch. It, it pleased God. There are so many called Christians who know about, so much about submission, but are unwilling to submit. They know so much about honesty, but in the daily lives, they are far from being honest. They know so much about forgiveness. I just give you myself as an example now. But everyone help the person who does them wrong. I hope there's no person here that writes people's name down, that you have offended. Don't do that, oh. please. It's not, it's not a good place. They say they believe God's word. Guess what? They don't follow it. They don't follow it. We can't afford not to follow God's word. Psalm 25, verse 4b. We, I mean, we read that in the first service. And it says, teach me paths to follow. Teach me paths to follow. God, every day, teaches us paths to follow. But do we follow it? Do we follow it? Um, every time, one of, one of the things that has helped me in my career is any time, and I'm saying this because there are people here that every time God's spirit whispers to you, please, any time you have that, not just take action. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. I I mean, that, that, there was a time I used to work, and my, my boss would always call me and say, um, any, any, I mean, he would call me, and I would say, well, I, I don't have update on that. Any, every time you don't have update, every time. And I call other people now, they will have update. And it's because I, then I didn't know how to lie that I have update, right? I will not just say that. If I don't have it, I don't have it, I will tell you. But I will work on it, get it, and probably give you. But that was being so. That wasn't being taken well. But I, I just pray that God just help me. This I, I don't even understand whether people are hiding things from me. Only I need help, please. Time, please, <laughs> please. So and what now happened was, any time I get prompted, so I'm driving to work, I just get annoyed that call this person and ask our things now. I don't hesitate. I'll just pick phone call. And once I make that call, it gives me all the things I need to know. I give guidance on what we need to do. And 10 minutes later, I'll just get a call from that same person that used to call me and tells me I don't know. And I'll tell him everything I've done, what we are doing, and how things are right now. And I'll keep him updated. And that changed everything. He actually changed everything. It was a turning point. And that was the Holy Spirit. Is the only one that can actually give you, guide, lead you, and then set you above your companions, your companions.
Psalm 138 verse 2b talks about God's word. God's word. So we, we talked about eyes of faith, then mirror of faith. Mirror of faith is God's word. It allows us to see ourselves. To see ourselves the way we are. Who here stands in front of the mirror? And you see your face is very bad and not good. I know some makeups are available now to make even face that are not looking good to look very good. Right? But who stands in front of the mirror and you see that everything is looking very terrible and you still go out that way. Right? Every time we read God's word, right? And we don't walk and abide by it. You know what we have done? That means you stood in front of the mirror you saw yourself, you saw where you are, and you still decided it's fine. By not obeying the word. Or it's not fine. Because God has made us to know that if you obey me, if you keep my commandments, right? I, I mean, you, you will guide you into fulfillment of your purpose. To fulfilling purpose. Feeling purpose. Tell someone, don't enter the storm of unbelief. Stay focused. I'm going to talk quickly. Um, one of the things that God's word does, it, it teaches us how to live, how to think, how to worship, and how to pray. How to pray. How to pray. May your life increasingly prove that you are a doer of God's word in Jesus' mighty name. And you can, I mean, the scripture on that is found in, um, if we look at James 1, to 25, it says, But prove yourself doers of the word, and not mere errors who delude themselves. For if anyone is an error of the word, and not a doer. So here he's saying, there are only two options. You are either a forgetful error, that means you hear it, you read it, you just don't care about it. Or you are an effective doer. You read it, you hear it, and you take action. You take action. You obey. It's like a man that looks in the natural face in the mirror. Right? Which is what I just explained now. And for once, he has looked at himself, gone away, he's forgotten about it. What kind of person he was, he's forgotten. But one who looks intently at the perfect law of liberty, at the perfect law of liberty, and abides by it, not having become a forgetful hearer, but an effective doer, effectual doer, this man will be what? Blessed in what he does. Will be blessed in what he does. The secret to blessing is obedience to God's word. It's one of the secrets to blessing. Obedience to his word. He said in, in, I mean, Malachi 2, and that's talking about giving. Giving. Uh, Malachi 3, um, verse 10. We just look at 10 and 11. Malachi 3, 10 and 11. Let's read that together. I want to go. Bring all tithes sent into the what? Storehouse, so that there may be food in my house. And test me now. Test me. In this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out 
so great a blessing until there is no more room to receive it. Let's go to verse 11. Then I will rebuild devourer, insects, plague, for your sake, and you will not destroy the fruits of the ground. Let's stop. So when God says he's going to rebuild the devourer, what that means is not that you are a farmer that have farm that will go and insects will not come to eat your maize and cassava. No. But God is saying that everything you do, there will not be something that will come to take money from you unnecessarily. It means your car will not be giving you problem. Someone. It might mean your business will not get... Last week, we had a testimony of someone on Body Thomas. They looted all the shops. They did not enter into a shop. That's what God is saying. So just do that for me. I will do my own part. Let's go. So, fruits of the ground. Nor will your vine, the field drop its grapes before harvest, says the Lord. It means everything you do will prosper will prosper. There are consequences to disobedience. Every time you disobey, you are walking against the glory God has created you to fulfill. Every time you disobey, God has created every one of us to fulfill a purpose to the glory of his name. And every time we go against his will, we are walking against, it's like walking against ourselves. Working against herself. And we have good example. Um, King Saul here. In, um, in First Samuel. God has told him what to do. But he did something totally different. And um, Samuel told him. Prophet Samuel told him. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And you know with that singular act. The entire generation of Saul. Was taken off the kingship in Israel. Was taken off the kingship in Israel. The Israelites, they were to travel from Egypt to Canaan land. So from my findings, Egypt to Canaan is actually is supposed to take them 11 days. 11 days walking because they are neighbors. 11 days. How many years did they spend doing that? 40 years. 40 years. Can you imagine something you should do in 11 days? You spend 40 years doing it. That's a generation. That's a lifetime. Why? Because they disobeyed. I just want us to stand on our feet at this time. And I I want us to pray because we're going to continue this um, session on Tuesday on, on obedience. And what I want us to pray is that, so we can just imagine something that should take us 11 days, now taking 40 years. I just want us to pray that God, is there, if there's anything that's held me back because of disobedience that has led to delays in fulfilling your purpose for me, in experiencing open heavens over my life. Father, have mercy in the name of Jesus. I want us to pray now that, Father, if there's anything that's taking me to this point, let your mercy prevail in the name of Jesus. 
Father, have mercy in the name of Jesus. Have mercy. I don't know if there's anyone here who has never said yes to Jesus. Who has never said, Jesus, I surrender my life unto you. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. Is there anyone here who has never said, Jesus, all eyes closed, all heads bow as we pray. Is there anyone, I want the person to indicate by raising up hands. Anyone? Our Father, we thank you. Lord, we exalt your name. I'm going to read quickly Deuteronomy 28 verse 1 to 14. And I want the church to say amen from verse 1. It says, Now it shall be, if you diligently listen and obey the voice of the Lord your God, be careful to do all of his commandments which I am commanding you today. The Lord your God will set you on high above all nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you pay attention to the voice of the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city. You will be blessed in the field. The offspring of your body and produce of your ground and the offspring of your animals, offering of your herd and your flock will be blessed. Your basket and your kneading bowl will be blessed. You'll be blessed when you come in. You'll be blessed when you go out. The Lord will cause the enemies who rise against you to be defeated before you. They will come out against you in one way, but they will flee in seven ways. The Lord will command blessing upon you in your storehouses and in that you undertake. And he will bless you in the land which he has given you. The Lord will establish you as a people and set you apart to himself. Just as he has sworn, if you keep his commandment, the Lord your God, and walk in his ways, all the people of the heart will see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they will be afraid of you. The Lord will give you great prosperity in the offspring of your body and the offspring of your livestock and the produce of your ground in the land which the Lord has given to you. The Lord will open for you his good treasure house, the heavens, to give rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hands. And you will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. The Lord will make you head, leader, and not the tail follower. And you will be above only, and you will not be beneath. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.